The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, Murder Amongst Friends fans. How are you? I'm not drunk this I'll week. A- <laughs> I'll answer for them. We're all great. Oh, good. We're back together again. Yeah. Well, we're all so happy about that. Yes, 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 yes. I do love being with everybody. Um... So, <laughs> last week was a bit of a shit show. <laughs> uh, mommy got drunk <laughs> and, um, you know, had a little too much fun at the party. <laughs> Saki and podcasting, maybe not a recommended mix. Listen, I had a fucking blasty. So, yeah. I laughed and laughed. My cheeks hurt after that episode. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we, you know, we got to talk about Joan. Sure. Joni. <laughs> Boney Maroney. That's it. So I think, you know, all in all. Yeah, quite the legacy. Success. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we have a good amount to talk about mm-hmm. very, very quickly. Just a quick business update. Blech. Uh, Blech. Her, her shenanigans in, in <laughs> court have been such that they're definitely going through with her competency hearing. It was originally scheduled for towards the end of oh, March. Oh, yeah, she's, now she's just going to try to act like cuckoo so yeah. that she can try to claim insanity. But yeah. drugs We're, are not a defense there, correct. sweetheart. We are recording this on April 3rd. The new competency hearing date is set for April 4th. Cool. So as cool, ever... Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. We will continue to follow that and update you as updates are updated <laughs> updatingly. <laughs> hey. <laughs> So That's we'll, never changed. Never, yeah. never will change. Right, no. That's, that's going to stay the course. Yeah, I, I can't change myself because then, you know. <laughs> I you, can't change the way I feel about you, Mike. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep our eye on any funny shit business going on. <laughs> we made... <laughs> to elevate yourself, Michael. <laughs> Come on. At this point, I, it's, I just can't. I, I have I have nothing left to elevate. <laughs> I'm spent. I'm on the ground. This is where I'm staying. Yeah. <laughs> This is where Sorry my, from the bottom. And still I'm still there. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we also made a recommendation a few days ago mm-hmm. on the official Ugh. Instagram account. Follow us there, MAF Podcast Show. Also on Twitter, same handle. But we recommended a series on the Arts and Entertainment Channel, Ugh. A&E. Uh, also, you can rent it on Amazon or wherever else. But the secrets of Playboy. And let me just tell you something. I'm still, I still have the skivotsa. Like I still feel disgusted, I, and my skin is still crawling. The this is this is the way I've been describing it to well to you before you watched it because I watched it before you. Yeah. And to anyone else that will listen to me is if you're old enough to remember the prices right, there was that one game with the little mountain climber. Like you had to guess the prices of whatever and if it added up to a certain number and the little mountain climber didn't fall off the cliff at the top, you won the, the prizes, right? Yes. And it was like do 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 to the little yodeling guy, right? And as you continue this metaphor, I'm going to say this is the my favorite thing that you've ever said to me. Like, <laughs> the best way you've ever described anything. I understand precisely what you meant when yeah, you're saying as as how you this it. show was going to unfold yeah. with, with the alpine climber this from little the Price climber. Right. So you're watching this documentary, there's 10 episodes, and then there's a bonus uh, episode that goes kind of behind the show, The Girls Next Door. But 
you think about his little mountain climber going up. He's like, and then right when he gets to the precipice, the precipice, precipice, don't know why my lips don't work. Um, (laughs) And you think he's going to fall off. Imagine somebody goes, just kidding, and then extends the mountain. This shit just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing to you think that nothing worse could possibly happen. And then it just keeps happening. Like, over and over again, this is this phenomenon happens. Ooh, hit the microphone again. Consummate hey. professional. And it wasn't me getting you all worked up. No, I just got myself worked. It's actually just my bum shoulder. <laughs> I tried to move my hand and my, my shoulder didn't comply and I just went thud. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's outrageous. It's disgusting. I'm still carrying it around. I keep seeing it in my dreams at night. Like it's so heavy and unbelievable and very problematic because uh. as a kid – Growing up in that, you know, in the eighties, um, Playboy was huge. Mm-hmm. It was, it was everywhere, like everywhere. And I, I wanted. There was like the Playboy Channel. Then there was commercials for you know Playboy, or like videos you could order, um, and the, obviously the magazines. And then you could buy the magazines in like any freaking store, really. All uh, of the merch they put the bunny on everything. Everything. That you could wear. I wanted to be a Playboy bunny when I grew up. Like, not realizing yeah. the disgusting shit that was going on. And yeah. so watching it was, like, so problematic, too. For I mean, a it, myriad of reasons. But personally, my own, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I wanted to be in that lifestyle. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God that never happened. Yeah. If you want to uh, think about the PR industry. Oh, my God. This is a great... This is an eye opener for uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, this is a great place to really see how spin yeah can change reality. Yeah, it's it's pretty gross. So, yeah. hey, why don't you uh, gather your family around the yeah. fire and uh, watch it and see, and then open up some discussion. We have it's watched. Bad. Uh, well, I'll I'll speak for myself. I've watched some heinously violent horror movies, just gross stuff. Like, why would anybody kind yeah. of film this kind of stuff? I don't know. I still like horror movies. I love horror movies. But this documentary series is the most disgusting thing. And they don't show anything. No. It's all just talking about stuff that happened. And it's, it is terrifying. It's, it's hard gross. To, uh, it's gross. It's hard to watch. Yeah. It's hard to watch. But definitely watch it. But definitely watch it. <laughs> because it's like it's it's ludicrous. Like it's almost unbelievable. This is this is to me vegetables TV. Like you're not really gonna like it, but you're gonna you're gonna get a lot out of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I never heard anybody describe anything using vegetables before. But I but that makes perfect sense. I'm a unique yeah. wordsmith. Oh, you are unique, all right, that's for sure. Anything else that we would like to catch up on? I don't think so. I'm ready for you to smack me in the face with another brilliant story. Well, <laughs> am I? Am I though? I, if if this involves anybody eating anybody again, I'm gonna, I I may I may not finish this episode. You bet. Look look to me in my eyeball. <laughs> Hold on, I'm I'm skipping to the end of the episode <laughs> here just to and make sure. Thank you guys. Uh, we'll see you next week. Make sure nobody eats anybody. Oh, God. This is the story of Rachel Barber. Okay. At only 15 years old, Rachel Barber already had a lot going for her. She was a student at a dance school in Melbourne, Australia. 
pursuing her passion, worked uh, as a part-time model, and had a loving and stable family. Oh, Just... Two out of three for me. I won't tell you which two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun game for the listeners. It's a fun game for the listeners to try to figure out <laughs> what traumas in my life might have arisen from these similarities. She was all in on her dream to perform in musicals and had a steady boyfriend named Emmanuel Carella. On March 1st, 1999, all of that would be snatched away and Rachel vanished. Oh, no. That evening, Rachel left her dance school after telling one of her friends that she was going to make, quote, a lot of money that night. Uh, um, excuse me, excuse me. She's 15? She sure is. There's no 15-year-old that should be going anywhere making a lot of money at night. What is happening? She didn't explain how she would be making money yeah. or who offered it to her, no, but kids no, being no, kids, no, no, no one no. no one asked any questions. No, bullshit. I would have said, if my friend said, hey, man, uh, tonight I'm going to be making a lot of money, I would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it would be my very next question. Yeah, and even if How it wasn't, are you making a lot of money? Where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you with? And even if it wasn't out of concern, it would be like, well, I want to make I'm a lot nosy. of money. I'm <laughs> nosy. I'm nosy. Can I make money too? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but also I'm just nosy. Well, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna ask. A few hours later, someone would spot Rachel getting off a tram with a woman, but that would be the last time anyone would see oh, her. No, this woman is grooming children. Maybe. Mm. Who knows? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, mean, we'll find out very sh- I mean, soon. But she is. Let's just come on. Rachel didn't come home that night, and her parents immediately reported her missing to police. Yes. After the report, Emmanuel, the boyfriend, Did couldn't... the police take it seriously, or did they say, she's probably with a boyfriend? They did. Maybe she ran away. Well, they interviewed the boyfriend. Maybe do your job. How about yeah. that? How about stop blaming these kids and do your freaking jobs? Novel idea. Novel idea. <laughs> the boyfriend couldn't offer much more information on where Rachel was going that night. All she had told him was she was going to a, quote, secret job, and she would be, no. quote, well-paid. No. Why is nobody... No, no... Am I the only nosy friend in the group? Like, is no one around these kids? These are teenagers. They talk about everything. You want teenagers to shut up about some stuff. Yeah. Like, yo, keep... Shut... Stop talking. You're going to get us all fucking pinched. Like, no one is asking... I have it, a feeling this wouldn't have happened in... Hey, I have a secret job I'm going to... That's... That's bait. <laughs> of course you're going to... Oh, let me throw this... Like I'm throwing out the fishing line, you know, a little bait on it, and I'm just going to... Yeah, I'm going to a secret job tonight where I'm making a lot of money. And then I'm just waiting for the bites because they're all going to oh, come in. Oh, what's that? What's, Who, what job? Who's not going to jump on that? I mean... Curiosity alone. Apparently, uh, dance kids... In 1999 in Melbourne, <laughs> Australia. Uh, okay. I, I was a dance... Well, not in 1999, but I was a dance kid. Because <laughs> I got rhythm in my soul, Michael. <laughs> the rhythm of the night. Yes. <laughs> Feel the beat. It took two weeks with no updates, but on March 14th, police announced that a 19-year-old woman was arrested in Rachel's disappearance. Yeah, she's helping procure these girls. Police also revealed... That Rachel had been killed by strangulation and then buried in a shallow grave about an hour away. Cool. Great. They additionally... Parents are probably... Ugh, I can't even think. They additionally confirmed that this person with whom Rachel was seen getting off the tram. So, 
last person she was seen with is the person they arrested. Yes, no shit. When the name was announced, Rachel's parents were shocked. No, please don't tell me she knows who she is or they're related or something gross like that. Caroline Reed Robertson wasn't just known to the family. No. She had babysat for Rachel Ew. and the barber's younger children in the past. Come on, dude. Fucking babysitters, man. She specific. Well, okay, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> Initially, the police were bringing her in for questioning, but she ended up leading them to Rachel's body. Well, so they were like, "This is a person in Rachel's life." Yeah. Still, even though she was kind of past babysitting age, they had kind of maintained a friendship. Yeah, but they knew that she was the one on like footage, right? They uh, they like, had last seen. They knew it was her for sure. Yeah. So, so they. That connection, just their general kind of life connection, they were just going to talk to her, and similar was, to how they did with the boyfriend. It. Yeah, and she just like, okay, well, let's go find the body now. Oh, my God. She, she claimed that she killing Rachel was just an accident. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, let's stop right here for one second. It, by her actions, yeah. by saying, I'm going to take you right to her, I mean, she should have went to the cops first if she was actually innocent. Um, but she's probably scared, right? Whatever. And they came to her and she's like, I, I have to take you. This was an accident. At this point in the story, I can, I'm on, okay, I can get behind this. I don't want to say I'm on her side because we all know how that goes, but. You're about to lose it in just this very next sentence. Okay, great. Okay, cool. Caroline had developed a single white female level obsession with Rachel, stalking her from a distance ew. and then eventually befriending her. No, dude. Ew, from when she was a little kid? She moved on to winning the trust of Rachel's parents, which led to the babysitting gigs. Oh, my God. She gaslit the whole family just so she could babysit this kid? Yeah. Fuck off. What? This is, ugh, ugh, no. This is why I never let anyone besides someone in my family that I trusted babysit my kid at all. Because and sometimes you have to, the family's not even a great place no, to go he, either. Uh, uh, <laughs> let me tell you, there's, there were people in my family that I would have never have babysat my kid, okay? But this is this is next level yeah. insanity. I This is gross. So coming up, we have Shades of Julia Enright and Issei Sagawa. Oh. The investigation into Rachel's murder would uncover that Caroline had plotted to drug and murder Rachel. This was the conclusion only after she compiled a psychological profile of Rachel in her journal. What? She had been legit like, single white female. Like this stalking yeah. this poor kid. This yeah. is this is bizarre. This is like giving me the like the hairs on my neck yeah. are like standing up. That is creepy as hell. There were copious notes detailing the plan to quote, drug her, put her body in an army bag, and then disfigure and dump her body somewhere way out. Oh my god. She wrote that in just a Can journal. you imagine just having that uh, first? I, I don't think I've ever actually for real had that thought. I mean, I joke around and, you know, but I don't think I've ever like actually sat down and said, I'm going to actually, uh, yeah, this is uh, what I'll do. Yeah. And why would you write? Also, but stop writing stuff down. Yeah. The drug. I mean, cut that. Cut that. I mean, everybody write down their crimes so that we can nab you, but. Right. <laughs> but like, who keeps writing shit down? The autopsy revealed that the drug was an antihistamine, <laughs> enough to dull Rachel's senses so she but, wouldn't struggle too much as Caroline strangled like her with a, a phone cord. Like a Benadryl? Yeah. 
Yeah, she basically just made her drowsy. It wasn't going to kill her yeah. at all. Okay. So I don't I mean, know if that, that, that was always any, her plan. Does that make it better? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the drug her in her plan was literally just to roofie her so it would make it her yeah. more pliable or if the drugging was supposed to be the thing that killed her. But she used an antihistamine, dulled Rachel's senses, and then strangled her with a phone cord. That's oh how she killed her. Oh, my God. Uh, like the springy... Yeah. The springy part of yeah. the phone cord or the, the one coiled that fl- one. Oh, yeah. no. Dude. How you claim that's an accident, I don't really understand. That's but. Those things are, those things are like indestructible, yeah. too. Oh, no. There were also pages. Yeah, how the hell is she going to say that this was an accident? Yeah. Is she going to say they were playing some, like, weird little sex game and she accidentally choked her out too hard or something like that? <laughs> Who's to say? Well, you're to say soon. <laughs> in any moment now. What do you mean? Eventually, yes. <laughs> there were also pages in the journal where Caroline drew grotesque cartoons of herself and berated herself in the text under, like, the captions. So she hates herself. Using words like ugly, fat, and social failure to describe herself. Okay. Same. But, does like... She lo- but <laughs> does she look... Does she... You know, does she have, like, some kind of dysmorphia or... Did she really, was she, like, why no, did she she's, think about herself You like wouldn't this? look at her and be like, ugh. You wouldn't recoil and just, she's not yeah, the elephant, she's man. she's not, yeah. <laughs> like. So, yeah, isn't it so sad? I mean, obviously she's a criminal, but, like, isn't it so sad? I mean, boys go through it, too. Yeah. I can only speak for, like, a woman's point of view, but that society really makes you feel yeah. worthless based on how you look, which you, isn't, you can't help that like and also how fucking shallow it's just but people every day they just judge i do it all day long Mm -hmm. i do it to myself of course i do like i don't know i don't know it's i wish we lived in a different world Uh, (laughs) i have a sad heart today i don't know why (laughs) she thought that these weaknesses would be a hindrance to her on her way to achieving her dream of becoming an actor no Character actor. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Be Paul you can make Giamatti. a lot of money. Some character actors are in every goddamn movie under the sun. Yeah. Be Paul Giamatti. Yeah. This is yeah. a quote. Paul Giamatti. Yeah. Steve Zahn. Every movie. This is, in this the is a quote uh, from her. I feel like a troubled and tortured lost soul thrown into a world of angels. No. That's not even. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's not even good writing, but, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, she gave it a shot. These self-loathing entries soon dissipated, and the journal turned to solely focus on Rachel. More specifically, it became about how Caroline would assume Rachel's identity after she was dead. So she, so she thought like the soul was going to jump in to her, like time well, is almost, <laughs> and then boo, the soul's going to jump into her body. Well, this is this is we'll get there, but this is a little bit where that you say Sagawa kind of thinking oh, comes into play. Christ. Yeah, but. Ha- I, if you tell me she was going to eat this girl, I am going to slap you. It better not be. It better not be. Caroline planned to order pizza oh, no. and lace it with, quote, and this is what she wrote in the in the journal, drowsy powder. So she's crushing up a Benadryl. Yeah. Okay. The plan would start with a ploy to lure Rachel <laughs> to her apartment. Oh, not the lurer? No, the lurer has no part in this. Okay, great. Because I don't think I can take it again. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to the get... Lure. She's going to get Rachel to her apartment, her apartment with the promise of $500... For what? To take part in a highly confidential psychological survey. No! 
fucking way. Not a chance in hell. And he, listen, one time I was in a bar, okay? It was like a tiny, tiny, tiny little hole in the wall, like, neighborhood bar. Like, if you didn't even know it was there, like, you just would have gone right past it, right? But upstairs, I think, there was, like, a, a, apartments or something. Yeah. Like an old-time saloon <laughs> where they yeah. had, like, apartments for rent, like, rooms to rent upstairs, whatever. It wasn't By the, the hour or? It wasn't in the greatest neighborhood. I don't know. I didn't even know that, like, people lived up there. Maybe they did. Some, May have been some. Well, some guy came up to me. He was, like, this older guy. And uh, he'd come up and said, you would be great for pinup, like, pinup yeah. modeling, right? right? And at the time, I had not done any pinup modeling. And I was like, but people had said that to me. And I was like no way like there was no way i didn't like have my picture taken i didn't think i would be good for it i i didn't think i had to look for it i thought i'd be very awkward and like uncomfortable and shit um and those and, predictions all came true no. <laughs> no, I, I mean they actually came out pretty good but that's a story for another day but anyway so he's like uh i have a like i live upstairs there's a studio upstairs <laughs> we should take some test shots sure and i'll send them to playboy yeah right yeah and i was like nah bro <laughs> No fucking way. So if somebody can, can you imagine somebody's like, hey, would you like to come to this weird apartment and take play, take a part in a very super secret situation? I would be like, absolutely not. But thank you for the kind offer. I will gracefully make my exit now. Are you crazy? Well, though, Rachel trusted Caroline as a friend. I mean, also, she used to be her babysitter. So she's not thinking that yeah. like. So if she said this was a real 15. thing, it was a real thing. She's also 15. Yeah. Let's go and on. Caroline's you know? 19, so she's yeah. she's an adult. She probably looks up. She probably thinks she's cool. Yeah. I had a babysitter. Uh, I call her my cousin because we were just – like our families all grew up together for like generations and yeah. shit. And uh, she was only – I mean, how old was she? She was only like maybe four – not even, I don't think. Maybe three years older than me or something. Mm-hmm. But – I thought she was so cool. Like, I just thought she was so cool. I wanted to do... And she <laughs> and she got us into situations that, like, you know, so I get it. Like, I, I would... She would have been like, hey, let's go p- pull this ridiculous, like, stunt. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Because I thought she was, like, if awesome. If you're saying it, yeah, I'll yeah. do it. Right. <laughs> so, like, I definitely get it. So it was obviously inside Caroline's apartment that Rachel ate the drug pizza and was killed with the phone cord. The drug pizza. The drowsy powder pizza. <laughs> Hi, I'd like to place an order. What can I get you? One pizza with drowsy powder, please. Yeah, please, extra drowsy powder. <laughs> Ugh, Don't that. tell where, anybody. Where's the? Where, what's the address? Oh, it's the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> fucking scumbag. Oh, taking it easy this week, eh? Ugh. With just drowsy powder, yeah. not with oh, all of your fucking. Oh no, leg spreaders. Yeah. Oh, to, uh, listen, guys, it gets. Just watch with care. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Caroline kept Rachel's body in her apartment for two days, knowing her family was looking for her frantically. Oh, you little... Supposedly a friend of the family, right? Befriended the parents, Mm -hmm. gained their trust, babysat Mm -hmm. the other kids. Like the girl from Plainville. Yeah. Just ingratiating herself with the fucking family. She then decided that the, quote, far out place that she had described in her journal would be her father's farm right beside her cat that she had buried there a few years earlier. Whoa. No, come on, dude. Flu- oh, next, right next to Fluffy. Yeah. Uh, this poor child that you strangled because you thought in some fucked up universe that you were going to become her or get her uh, uh, positive attributes. 
Yeah. What the frig is happening? After disposing of the body, Caroline started her, quote, new life. She applied for a huge loan and was checking train schedules. Police were already on her trail, though, linking her to Rachel's then disappearance through phone records. During a search of Caroline's apartment, police found an application for a birth certificate in Rachel's name. Oh, come on. That's so creepy. She was going People do this every day, though. People literally steal identities every day. Yeah. Yo, somebody steal my identity and take all my debt. Oh, it sounds like the roofers are back. Fucking fan-fucking-tastic. All right, we'll try to get through this quick. If not, we'll record the second half of this elsewhere. Rachel pled guilty to the murder in October 2000, calling herself a, quote, friendless nobody. Her justification for the murder was that she wanted to be someone better, and she felt that Rachel was, quote, pure. How about be be better, like, don't fucking kill people? Yeah. How about that's a way to be better? Yeah. Um, These roofers got me all fucking beside myself. I'm so pissed. Yeah. Rachel was pure, and the kind of person she wished she was. Oh, join the fucking club, honey. Caroline was found not legally insane, but, quote, profoundly disturbed. So she was able to be sentenced. Yeah, okay. All right. So so she's... Just put her in jail. Just, yeah. just put her in jail. She was given 20 years with a minimum of 14 and a half. Okay. A short time into her sentence, though, Caroline would admit that for a moment she reconsidered killing Rachel, but felt she had already gone too far and had to follow through. But that's your ch- much like your business. That's your intuition telling you, "Hey, stupid, knock it off!" Like, what are you doing? Stop! Here's your chance right now, right now. If you stop right yeah. now, this whole thing can go, go away. away. Yep. And you and you decide to just do 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 do. You just jump off jump the end off of the, the cliff. cliff, like the happy yodeler or whatever the that game was called. I can't remember, but In mountain that- climber was it just called mountain climber? Yeah, I don't know. I think so. In 2009, the movie In Her Skin with Guy Pearce, Miranda Otto, and Sam Neill was released. It underperformed at the Australian box office, but I've seen a few mentions of it being underappreciated, so we'll have to yeah. track it down. Let's track it down. I'll watch that. On August 10th, 2013, Caroline became eligible for parole, but a public outcry delayed her release. Okay. Well, yeah. The family alone, I think, would have... Uh... It only lasted about a year and two months, so 14 months. She was granted parole in October of 2014. She got out in 14 months? Yes. No, uh, 14 months after she was a first eligible for parole. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. So 14 so years. So they're like, you can't let her out. Yeah. So the system's like, okay, we won't let her out. We waited a year. Is anybody still looking? All right, let her go. Oh, man. Caroline had very obviously physically changed during her years in prison well as okay as you would though rachel's mother was quoted as saying quote i kept thinking she looks like someone i know no i thought bloody hell don't you dare say it it has that feel about rachel no at first glance it looks kind of weird everything is different but she has that look no she doesn't look anything like caroline i wouldn't have recognized her in the least she's totally different she has the the girl's fucking aura about her because i'm not i'm not i'm not trying to buy it i'm not trying to buy what they're selling get the (laughs) i fucking swear to fucking god i swear to this is okay yeah sure no i don't want to talk about it anymore no 
She's got the, oh, okay, you can see your daughter in her eye. Something behind the eyes? No! Wah. No, that the eyes physically look like her daughter's no, eyes. No, they don't. Caroline. This poor grieving mother is now projecting onto her daughter's killer. Caroline had been in a long-term relationship with an armed robber she met in prison. <laughs> Annette Chubbs Taylor <laughs> maintained a relationship with Caroline. Is that Caroline. like me? Like Joanne Flabs. Yeah. Insert last name here. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Okay. Uh, maintained a relationship with Caroline despite no longer being in prison herself, and they lived it's together after her release. Great. I'm glad she she found someone to settle down with, you know, and just be better, you know? Rachel's mother was asked if she felt safe with Caroline getting out of prison, and she said, quote, I don't think she is dangerous to us, but I don't want her to be dangerous to anybody. I do feel safe because I can see the aura of my dead child yeah. behind her eyes, and so now I completely trust her. What? And- that was the story of the murder of Rachel This Barber. is, no. You know what? Between the Playboy thing, which is just weighing so heavy on me, you could probably hear it in my, I'm not my usual yeah. jovial self because it's like, I, I don't want to say like, I'm an empath, but stuff like that really just sits on me so heavily. And I, I'm, I feel like I'm carrying around this like weight after having watched it. Between that and the roofers yeah. showing up again on a fucking Sunday, even though it was beautiful yesterday, yep. and they didn't show up at all, and right, to finish this fucking job. And you That's, told them to I give li- us some time this morning. I literally asked them if they could come a little bit later on Sunday yeah. uh, if they weren't going to be here on Saturday. Yeah. So now I'm even more annoyed than I was last week. Great. <laughs> and uh, and this fucking story. So, you know what, Nobody guys? ain't anybody. Just, just subscribe. Follow us. Subscribe. Please send us emails. Keep listening. We love you all. I'm just in a very, very dark place <laughs> today. <laughs> We're all in a dark place. Well, you're always in a dark place. Yes. I try to crawl out of my hole <laughs> once in a while, like the freaking... Uh, what do you call it? Groundhog Day. I just yeah. pop my little eyes out and then I go, I don't like it around yeah. here in the real world. And then I just pop back in. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, goodbye. And I just have to take my little ostrich head out of the hole, look around left to right, left to right, and go, this place sucks. And then I go right back in. Yeah. So, yeah. I so mean, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And uh, this story can take a long boo-ba-doo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-bo